Hello and welcome to the Everything Phil Collins podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I encourage you to subscribe if you enjoyed this week's episode. I also want to let you know that these podcasts are actually taken from our YouTube channel and you can find out more about our YouTube videos by going to everythingphilcollins.com where you'll get a link to watch all of our videos there as well as some of the other cool stuff that we have on our website, everythingphilcollins.com. But I just wanted to let you know that this was originally a YouTube video and so when I'm talking about certain visuals or if I'm holding something up to the camera, you might be missing out on that. So if you want to watch these episodes as videos, go to everythingphilcollins.com or just enjoy today's podcast episode. Okay, I think there's something new coming from Phil Collins in the next year, and I have three pieces of evidence that I want to share with you, so stick with me. Okay, so us diehard Phil fans and Genesis fans are always keen to have new material, and as a fan of a legacy artist, that new material becomes less and less. Of course, we occasionally get tours, maybe a documentary or an interview here and there, but any sort of like new album or a reissue is hard to come by, but hopefully we're getting some more stuff. Anyway, I think there is something actually coming, and I think it's going to happen in 2024, and I've got three pieces of evidence that I want to share with you. One of them you kind of already know about, and the other two uh, we'll dive into. And then maybe we'll speculate what we think that new thing is. But let me give the argument for why I think there is something new coming. Okay, number one is the most obvious, and all of you know this, is that a music company called Concord, which is actually an independent record label, bought the rights to the Phil Collins back catalog and a lot of the Genesis catalog, all of the super popular stuff. So what does this mean? Now, I know a lot of you know this. This happened, uh, made official in the fall of 2022, and it was in the works for the past two years before that. But what does that mean? Why does a company buy a back catalog? Well, in the streaming era and because of sync licensing that happens when a song is placed on a TV show or in a movie, a lot of old songs are making a lot of money. And remember, the music industry as a whole is like pretty much just a little over 100 years old. So this is all kind of new stuff. But we now realize that records that are 40, 50 years old or 30 years old, they continue to make money, especially in the streaming era. But even before that, we know that an album like Pet Sounds or Abbey Road would have been originally pressed on vinyl, maybe eight track. Then when cassettes came out, it was repressed and all the fans bought it again. Then CDs came out, all the fans bought it again. And then you could get iTunes downloads and some fans would buy the MP3 version again. And now they're being repressed on vinyl and newer and higher quality vinyl. So people are buying that again. All the while, they're streaming it on Spotify or Apple Music. So these companies know that these amazing albums just continue to print money on a regular basis. I mean, Genesis has 7 million monthly listeners on Spotify alone. That was closer to 9 million when they were on tour. Phil Collins has over 20 million monthly listeners just on Spotify. Now, why would Phil Collins and Genesis and all those guys sell the rights to their music? Well, there's kind of two reasons. The biggest is kind of tax purposes. As they get to the end of their life, hopefully they live forever, but as they get to the end of their life, if they don't deal with their back catalog and, and with all their publishing rights while they're still alive and while they can dictate what happens, then things can get really hairy with family members and lawyers and other songwriters and the government through taxes. And so it's really important to get that all squared away properly before an artist passes on. An artist also may just want cash because they don't really want to live year to year from the income coming in from all these different things. They just want their own lump sum that they can start to invest and divvy up. There's also probably a little bit of the comfort in knowing that a new company is taking over 
your catalog and will hopefully bring it to future generations. And that's what's incredible about Genesis and Phil Collins' music is that it's still being discovered. In fact, we can expect people like Concord to start to play songs in modern movies. Like, let's say you're watching a Judd Apatow movie and you're a 15-year-old and all of a sudden you hear Sue Studio in the background. And you're like, what is this? This is amazing. Like Phil Collins? Well, that's kind of what their goal will be. Now, why is this Concord acquisition an important piece of evidence? Well, they do this because they know that there is printable money in these back catalogs. They know that through sync licensing, like I already mentioned, and through streaming platforms, but also through re-releasing and remasters and reissues and even releasing new material. So there's no way that Concord is going to spend $300 million and then just forget about this catalog, especially not Concord. This is a more agile and exciting company than if some legacy media company were to buy this as just one of their millions of catalogs and just sit on it. I think because of that reason, we're going to see a lot more activity around the Phil Collins and Genesis catalog. That's certainly my hope. I mean, at the very least, they've got to make their investment back. But I think they're going to do some modern and innovative things to not only make their investment back, but to continue making money decades from now. Okay, so on that same vein of thinking, let's go to the second piece of evidence. And this is kind of interesting. So speaking about Concord, I want to introduce you to someone named Donna Ross. Donna Ross works for Concord Music Group. And several years ago, she was one of the first people involved with Record Store Day. She was at some of the early meetings and part of the initial group that formed what we know as Record Store Day. What's Record Store Day? This is just this annual event that happens in indie record stores where major labels and independent record labels will produce a limited exclusive record on vinyl, ship it to only indie record stores, and then fans line up on that day to get those exclusive releases. In fact, there's already been a Genesis Record Store Day release, and I'm pretty sure we'll see a lot more. But it's interesting to know that Donna Ross, who's in charge of physical media for the back catalogs of Concord Music, that she was part of this Record Store Day world. But even more so, let me read you something that she said in a book about Record Store Day. Just recently, there's a great book that was released. I'll show you a picture of it about the history of Record Store Day. I I encourage any record collectors to pick this book up. I'll provide a link for it in the description. Let me read you some interesting things she says in this book. Talking about Record Store Day. Now, kinda, it's almost like a money printing machine. Now Record Store Day is so well established and a trusted brand that if you just put it out there, people will buy it. But here's what's really exciting. In this book, Donna and the people from Concord talk a lot about how expensive it is to put big packages together and how it doesn't really make sense for super big labels. In fact, a lot of major labels have a cap on how much that they allow to spend on putting a package together. But Concord doesn't play by these rules. This book goes on to talk to a guy named Tom Wally, who's Concord's chief music officer. And he says his standard of vinyl is that it needs to be top quality, no more just cranking out crummy reissues, that they care about mastering, they care about the weight of the record, they care about the artwork, and they care about the packaging. He says it's all just part of the experience. That's what people keep coming back for. Okay, these are two people from Concord who are saying this in 2022. Why is this a big deal? Because they own the rights to the Phil Collins and Genesis back catalog. And these are people who really care about Record Store Day. They care about independent record stores. They care about music fans. But more importantly, they care about quality releases, packaging, 
artwork, mastering, the weight of the records, the color of the records. This should be exciting for all of you because these are the people that hold the rights to our favorite artist. So that's my second piece of evidence that I think not only do Concord need to make their money back, which is evidence piece number one, but evidence piece number two is that Concord truly believes in great reissues and great products. So we can hope that they'll start to make their money back on the Genesis and Phil Collins catalog acquisition through really great reissues or something even more exciting. In fact, we know that the deal was made public potentially finalized towards the end of 2022. So we can kind of hope at the time of recording this, we're in the middle of 2023. So we can kind of hope that their first shot at the can will probably be fourth quarter of this year. So I think sometime around the Christmas season, we'll probably see our first Concord release from Phil Collins or Genesis. That's my hope. That's my hope. I could be wrong, but I hope. Okay, now let's talk about evidence piece number three, which I think is the most interesting, the most mysterious, and packs the most potential. Do you remember back at the end of 2022 when Phil Collins did an interview with the website Drumeo? Drumeo is an online academy. It's an online community and resource tool for drummers. And they actually interview really famous drummers. But normally these drummers come to their studio and they film them playing the drums and they do some lessons with them. But back in the fall, the content producer, Brandon from Drumeo, as well as Nick Collins, who you may know from Phil Collins, went out to Switzerland to film a two-day-long interview with Phil Collins. They set up his drums. It was a beautiful set. Nick interviewed his dad. They got tons of footage, and apparently they even got footage of Phil sitting behind the kit and potentially playing a little bit, which would be massive. So we already know this is completely different from how Drumeo does stuff. Drumeo usually brings people into their studio, and not only that, they record something, and then within a few months, they release it to the public on YouTube and behind their paid portal. But it's now been about seven or eight months since this has happened, and we haven't seen seen anything about it. And then this is where the really interesting piece of information comes up. A lot of us have been following Brandon on Instagram because he occasionally posts about this incredible Phil Collins content that they still have on their hard drives. And just a few weeks ago, he posted a picture and the caption was 2024. That's it. Very mysterious, very intriguing, just 2024. I think those four numbers are the biggest piece of evidence that we have right now that something big is coming. At the very least, something exciting. Okay, why do I think that? Well, first of all, like I mentioned, usually on Drumeo, they film something and they release it within a couple of months. Not only that, when they were filming this in the fall of 2022, Brandon said that this would probably be released early 2023, which has, hasn't happened. I know they have a lot of footage, and so maybe they were working through it. At the very least, we should have seen something in the spring or the summer or at the very least, the fall of 2023. No matter how much footage they have, it wouldn't take that long to edit together some content. So why is this being pushed to 2024? Here's my theory. And I could be wrong, but here's my theory. I think they've been asked to wait. I think somebody has asked Drumeo to wait to release this content till 2024. Maybe it's Phil Collins' manager. Maybe it's Nick. Maybe it's Concord. Maybe it's all those people. I think something's going to happen in 2024, and they want this to come out to add to the overall PR campaign. So is it another set of reissues like we had in 2016? Maybe. I have no idea. But I think the fact that he posted in April or May of 2023 that this content that was filmed 
seven or eight months earlier is now not coming out until at the very least January 2024, but quite even possibly further into 2024. So why would this content need to be delayed for almost two years? That doesn't make sense, but it does if they're trying to line it up with something else. Okay. Now the fun begins. What is this something else? What could this potentially be? If 2024 sees the release of something interesting, what could this be? Well, I have a couple theories. Let's start with probably the least likely, and that's a new album. Would we get a new album for Phil Collins? My goodness, that would probably be the number one thing I would want more. I would take a new album from Phil Collins more than I would take a million dollars. Well, maybe not. Maybe I take a million dollars and I need half a million of it to create an AI Phil Collins album. Anyway, I don't think a new album is going to happen, but I, I'm holding out hope. I think maybe we'll get a new album, you know, years and years from now after the man passes on and maybe like Prince and, and Michael Jackson, they'll dig into the archives and they'll do a new record and they'll get a Grammy and all this stuff. But I don't really think we're going to get a new Phil Collins record. So let's scratch that. It'd be great if, if they did, but we'll scratch that. Is it possible that there's another tour coming in 2024 that that tour he did with his son that he's feeling okay and he wants to get back on the road? Again, I would love that. I mean, Peter's doing it. Mike's doing it. I won't say no to that. Now, could it be a reissue campaign? Like I mentioned, I don't think so. I mean, that was a really elaborate campaign they did with releasing on vinyl and all the deluxe issues and the new photography and all the promo that he did, and it kind of lined up with his book. I just don't see that happening again that soon. Is it possible there's maybe a live album or some sort of like live compilation like the BBC box set, but for Phil Collins? That could be, but that's not that big of a deal that you would need to line it up with this Drumeo thing. I think probably one of the most uh, obvious likelihood would be a deluxe reissue of The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. And this is, quite frankly, what I think is going to happen. So The Lamb came out in November of 1974. And so at the end of 2024, that will be the 50th anniversary of The Lamb. There's been lots of talk back in the 40th around then about doing some sort of reissue, maybe the original recordings, maybe some unreleased material, maybe a documentary from the recording sessions, maybe some more material from the recording sessions, maybe a book, a picture booklet, maybe a documentary, maybe a tour. I think at the very least, we'll have some sort of elaborate 50th anniversary box set of The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Maybe they do some sort of campaign, although a lot of that was done during the Some of the Parts DVD with, with um, John Edgington. A lot of that was discussed. So getting everybody back together to cover that ground again doesn't really make sense. They just did it 10, 15 years ago. So I don't really see that point. But I think, you know, I think that's the most obvious. I can't think of any other like 50th or 25th anniversary of anything. So I think if it's some sort of anniversary, it probably would be around The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. So does that mean that's going to come out for Christmas at that time? Will the Drumeo interviews line up for that? I don't know. I just think it's very suspicious that these big, iconic Drumeo interviews are being delayed. I don't know why they're being delayed. Maybe they're going to shoot more stuff. I mean, that's possible that they need to shoot more stuff and that this isn't going to correspond with something else. Maybe it's all just still a Drumeo thing, but it really just doesn't make sense that they would go over there, shoot two days of incredible content, and then sit on it for almost two years. I, I think it has to be for a reason. And that together with the fact that Concord is committed to Record Store Day, they're committed to high-quality reissues and really deluxe packages, and the fact that Concord needs to make their money back, that they did this investment for a reason. All these things put together, I think there's something coming. I don't know what it is. I have super high hopes. Then I have like pretty just normal hopes. Anywhere in between, I'll be happy.
Now, before I ask you your opinion, I will just give this caveat. Some people, when I do videos like this, they say, just let the man retire and do what he wants. Well, I am doing that, but I'm also doing a YouTube channel and I need weekly content. So it's fun to speculate. Let me know what you think. Did I miss a piece of evidence out there? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think I'm crazy? I probably am. I definitely am. But let me know if you think there's something more from Phil or Genesis that might come out. Is this evidence intriguing to you? Go look around, see what you can find. From a diehard fan of Genesis and Phil Collins and a dummy who started a Phil Collins YouTube channel, I really hope there's more coming. I really hope there's reissues, new music, new tours, anything. I'll take it. Thanks for watching. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you want to find out more about the show, go to everythingphilcollins.com. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review of the show. That really helps.